Welcome to Come and See, your podcast for finding truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. With host and founder, Richard Case, and co-host and retreat leader, Kathy Riccone. Today is our special guest day, where we will hear from a friend of the ministry who will share their insight and stories on truth in this chaotic world. And now your host, Richard Case. Well, good morning, everybody. Uh, this is guest day, uh, Thursday, actually at the end of the year. Uh, and we're excited to have Joe and Lee Bugar. Uh, they are uh, residents of Austin, Texas and Denver, Colorado uh, and heaven. So they're uh, <laughs> <laughs> all the above. They're all, all the above. Uh, they have great, a great story of uh, how they're doing this in both places and uh, what they're doing now, which would be kind of fun. And Kathy, they're leaders in Living Waters and they do retreats and, and give it away and understand abiding. And so they've been learning it and living it and uh, lots of exciting things going on right now, actually, for their lives. So Joe and Lee, we welcome you. Uh, yeah, I'm excited to, to catch the, up. The podcast. <laughs> and uh, in order to have people uh, get to know you a little bit better, uh, maybe each of you could share, how did you individually come to know Christ? Sure, we'd be happy to. Go ahead, hon. You want me to go first? Yeah. Um, well, I grew up in going to church um was baptized at 13 in a small less than 100 family church in houston texas and oh, so you're I, a, you're a texan i oh, yeah. i am we both are yeah we both grew up oh, yeah. in houston oh, interesting. originally came, came back to the fatherland rich <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's we, what I hear. We, we moved to denver in 87 yeah. so yeah uh 30 years in denver um, anyway, so my um, parents um, separated the week before I started high school. Oh my! Uh, pretty hard time of life to sort of have your world fall apart a little bit. And um, the next year was pretty pretty dark, um, pretty hard. Um, I was navigating high school, navigating um, somewhat caring emotionally for my mom. Um, and about a year, year and a half later, I was, I was at a pretty low point. Mm -hmm. I had a, um, a Bible at the time that was, um, I think it was called the way. And I was searching throughout scripture for, um, the possibility that I could actually kill myself. Uh, it was, I was really low and, um, God, God just kept saying, no, that's really not a possibility. I don't want that for you. And um, I was by myself. I don't remember exactly where, but God just spoke to me and said, no, uh, you have to stick around. I've got some purposes for you. I want you to love on people and serve me. And I said, okay. And I accepted him as Lord and Savior at that point when I was about 16. Um, and really had a pretty transformational experience. Um, began to enjoy friendships in high school that were, were really healthy. I was probably one of the only people that went to college and didn't drink because it just, I had done all that in high school and I just was, um, so that's really how I came to know Jesus. And I think my evolution of knowing him continues. Um, but the acceptance, acceptance of him as savior was was about 16. What about you? So for for me, um, 
I was raised in a, a, a multi-family kind of atmosphere. In other words, um, in faith. And uh, we had our family's faith was uh, we were raised through Episcopal Church, and yet I went to Catholic private school. <laughs> and so I was christened at a young age. Uh, once my mom and dad decided where, which which church we were going to go to. Did the uh, did the uh, did the nuns uh, crack your knuckles there? Oh, <laughs> Rich. <laughs> I got some great stories I can tell. Oh, should, yeah. We should have, uh, we should have you. <laughs> we should have you, uh, Dave Dunkel, and Terry uh, Hitchcock, uh, who was a nun, by the way. Uh, She's got oh, some good nun stories. Uh, yeah. <laughs> share, share all your stories of uh, oh. when you grew up. Dave, Dave. <laughs> Uh, Dave set the set the church on fire. <laughs> I, I imagine Dave caused uh, a lot of trouble. <laughs> as an altar boy, when he was an altar boy, and, uh, they had oh, a, yeah. no problem with that. So anyway, go ahead. Sorry. I'd love to hear that story. Yeah, my my <laughs> one of my favorite ones. My daughter does love is um, I, uh, Mrs. Greener. She was a nun and then decided not to anymore. Uh, but there was one time I used to talk a lot. So, shocker, I know. And <laughs> and all I and she used to have our, all of our desk in a row from hers. We were her desk was perpendicular from ours. And one time I was talking to a friend of mine, and I ducked down because I dropped something. And all I heard was this whoosh behind my head, and then my buddy next to me fell and collapsed on the ground. And mm. she threw a set of keys meant to hit, and, and I looked up. She goes, "That was meant for you." <laughs> oh no! <laughs> so yeah, you know how it is. It's great stuff. It's all love. So, um, so we, I, I grew up with a faith base, but I, I hadn't, I didn't have a relationship with Christ. And, um, and I went, I was, went through Catholic school all the way to eighth grade. And this is the God first God moment. It happened for me in eighth grade. Um, I was planning to go to St. Thomas, which was a all boys, um, private school. And two weeks before, um, I was, uh, I made a decision not to, and it was really because my buddy kept on saying, look, you got girls right there. I know it wasn't spiritual, what it was, and you know, you go to public school. God uses all kinds of things. Oh yeah, and or or you you know have these girls from this other school you get to get see periodically. So I said, okay, makes full sense. I'm going to go public. So not like I said, it, it is what it is. And um, through that time, though, um, my brother actually shared the Lord with me when I was in eighth grade. I didn't accept Christ at that time. I wasn't ready. I was I was confused by what, the message he gave and what I was raised being Catholic. And, older um, brother was this an older brother he's an older brother okay. yeah he's eight years older than me and okay. um and so what occurred was um so i heard at that time didn't do anything with it um likely party through high school um into my junior year and one of the uh, and this is where god sent a guy into my life um a guy named greg giles and he would go to these parties i would be with him and he was one of my good friends i had quite a few of those guys like that um, but he wouldn't drink and I used to keep on thinking like, what's that, what's going on here with him? And um, I knew there was something different about him. Well, he invited me to go to this thing called a revival. Mm -hmm. And I didn't know what the heck that was, <laughs> Baptist, but Baptist. it was a Baptist revival. Yeah, thank you, Baptist, <laughs> Second Baptist Church in Houston. And, um, cause I grew oh, up I know in Houston. That church, yeah. yeah, yep. And I'll never forget, I was there with a bunch of buddies and with, uh, with him and I heard the gospel for the second time. And I remember standing up with the guys there and I said, I gotta go down. And um, I then at that point actually asked Christ in my life. And so, um, and, and my life from that point, from that was my junior year in high school, um, was a big transition. It had a, actually a lonely period because uh, as I started walking in faith with God, with what I, uh, with Christ, I got involved with Young Life. And um, my former buddies who were all partiers all started abandoning me. And it was this part of, 
they're gone and I'm having this new group, but yeah. this new group had a little hard time first, like trusting me in a way, like, can we trust you? You know, are, who are, are you really real? And so there was that weird kind of time for where God got got a hold of my heart through another gentleman who just mentored me, a guy named Richard Richards, who spent time developing with me. And so that was my faith through that. And then when I got to college, I was really clear that um, my I was really solid, likely I stopped drinking, get drunk, and and it was just a uh, different journey God put me on. And I started understanding what it meant to start spending time in the Gospels, and that's where uh, Jesus really grabbed my heart. Did you two go to college together? No. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so I, we graduated the same year yeah. from high school. Kind of rival okay. high school. Um, yeah, rival high schools in But didn't know districts. each other in high school. Didn't know each other. No, because okay. we were in different school districts. Right, right. right. Um, ended up, we grew up maybe five miles from each other. Yeah. But, yeah. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. In Houston, which is amazing. And I went to Baylor. Uh, Joe Sick and Bears. Tech. That's right. Sick and Bears. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and, um, that's and then that's kind of how we met we because we had both come to faith in high school there was a man and been both in young life in high school mm -hmm. we there was a man named herb again who um, had started a college summer bible study um and i would say at its peak there were probably 150 to 200 college easily. students yeah, yeah. Easily. wow yeah. And he, um, I don't know if he actually started it the year after our freshman year or if he had had it going a year before that. But anyway, Joe and I both came home from college that summer in 1982, so 40 years ago yeah, next year. I know. And um, we both attended. I am, and actually this leads into how we met. And then kind of, so we were um, going to the summer Bible study, I think halfway through the summer, uh, I was walking out of Bible study with a really good guy friend of mine, and Joe drives up in this brand new little BMW uh, with a, a friend, a, a girl friend that he had uh, <laughs> that I kind of knew, I think. Mm -hmm. Walked up, started talking to each other, and um, anyway, we ended up going to ice cream. The, all of us went to ice cream that night, and we kind of talked. Some other thing, we kind of casually talked yeah. so this over is, the next this month. Is, uh, this is in the summertime. Summertime, uh, summertime. in Houston. Yeah. Between back, your back, freshman and back, sophomore year. You're back home from colleges. Yep. Uh, and you're just in this uh, Christian group, college Christian yep. group. Yeah, uh, exactly. And, dri and Joe drives up with this fantastic BMW. Uh, yeah, which you, so which he, you, that's not what which, my college car looked like, which, Joe. Uh, yeah. which uh, Lee said, Hey, I like that car. Well, this is the funny thing is, um, the first impressions were from at the ice cream shop. Oh, he's just a rich kid that you know, I'm not going to hang out with him. He's, he's too goody two shoes for, for me. And then what did you think I was? I, I just thought you were a stuck up sorority girl. So, you know, oh, no. gotta grow. so, we go. so anyway, the, the, the summer moved on and about three weeks or four weeks later, um, Herb again had the bright idea that we should go. There was a retreat coming up that Joe and I should ride together. And it was like a four hour drive yep. in Texas. So we ended up riding together to go to this retreat, uh, stayed up both nights, talking until one or two in the morning. And we did. We were just talking. We, we were. were. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, At that yeah. moment. We went back from that retreat and, well, the whole weekend. Right. Went back from that retreat and. Um, did, uh, did, by the way, did your leader purposely 
Like I, I'm actually trying we to did. get it together. Okay, okay. So he, yeah. he kind of said, "Yeah, hey, let's see what happens here," and he actually puts you together. Right. Did exactly. he put you in the cool car, Lee? Did he get to go in? Did you get to go in his car? <laughs> We, and we apologize. We had a little visitor come in who wanted our okay. attention. So, okay. So, yeah. Lee, so Lee says, uh, yeah, I'll go if he drives that BMW. <laughs> yeah. And I actually did. Yeah. Okay. Ah, good job. We, anyway, we get back from that retreat, and I, I told one of my girlfriends, like, I think this guy might be a significant part of my life. Yeah. And Joe and I, a couple weeks later, went back to college. Um, he started writing me letters. I, I would write him letters. The funny thing is his first letter, which I still have, says, Dear Lee, L-E-E, and I spell my name L-E-I-G-H. So oh, we she was quick to point that out, too. We were kind of laughing about that. Yeah. And we have we wrote each other that entire year. I think we got together a couple of holidays over that year. Yep. Right. And where, where were you, Joe? I was at Texas Tech. was in Waco. You yeah. were at Texas yeah. Tech. Yeah. I was in Waco. He was in Lubbock. Oh, there's some rivalry there. Okay. Yeah. yeah. There is. Yeah. And so, anyway, then um, the next summer, we were talking one day in June, at the beginning of June, I think, and Joe leaned over and planted a kiss on me. And I was like, ah. and she was sold out from that point. <laughs> I, I thought we were friends. What are you doing? Oh, I don't think so. <laughs> we went a whole year, really developed our friendship. Yeah. You know, we loved that we had that whole year of just communicating and talking. And yeah, that's in fact, one of the things I always tell, um, cause I, I have a chance to, I do a lot of presentations with my business when I do. And when I always tell people is I share with them before I go to business, I always say the first thing is I married my best friend 35 years ago. And cause she was, she was my, she is still my best friend. And back then she was, so yeah. So you, um, so you were at obviously just separate schools. Did you, did you visit each other during that year then? Yeah. They, well, the next two years, so our junior and senior year, yeah. my, Her my senior, senior year, year. Yeah. Joe had a fifth year, but oh, yeah. if I could have been uh, six, I would have <laughs> junior and senior year. We would, talk on the phone a lot no yeah. cell phones back then and um mm. we drove or fl flew to see yep. each other maybe every two or three months yeah some event um, like either you had a function or i had a function right we go right. to yeah cool. so anyway those were great years graduated from college and um yeah. i graduated from college and joe had one more year and my grandmother lived in lubbock conveniently and so i moved in with her and that was such a much that was just a huge blessing from the lord oh, yeah. to get to spend time with her and to get to be near joe yeah um, yeah. Knew, well, you know if that, yeah. if that was if we were going to have a long-term relationship we needed to be in the same town for mm -hmm. time. and lee's grandma is not your typical grandma she is so cool so rich you would love this <laughs> uh, she's a big sports fan so she would go all the tech football games oh, yeah, and yeah. Oh, games and sports oh yeah yeah, so it was a lot we would, of fun. We would watch MASH with her every night <laughs> yeah. at 10.30 a.m. Oh, that's great. Anyway, it was great. And so all that being said, um, we got engaged the next spring and got married in 86. Oh. And then moved to Colorado in 87. Yeah. yeah. So that's kind of And what, what drew you to uh, uh, decide to get married to each other? What was it about each other that you said, you know, I really do want to spend the rest of my life with this person? You know, I would like to hear from your point of view first, because I, I always <laughs> So I'm um, just curious. I think... Literally, he was my best friend, and I could see being with him the rest of my life. That I saw potential in him that I don't even think he saw in himself. And I knew exactly. he was a man of integrity. I knew he loved Jesus, um, and he was committed to growing. Mm -hmm. We had both come from odd backgrounds, and we had decided that we would be the change generation. 
And so I knew that we could do that together. Yeah. What about you? That's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. So for me, for me, it was, um, I, and I remember distinctly, I uh, was with about eight of my buddies. We were uh, doing a lot of things we do at Tech, his getaway, go to Rio Doso, go ski. And um, so we were all out there and as um, I shared with them, I said, hey, I'm going to marry this one. And, uh, and, and these guys all knew Lee because they had been there at Tech for that um, time of the year. And um, yeah, and I proposed to her in February and then, yeah, we got married. So it was, it was great. Yeah, beautiful. Yeah. And then um, I know you got involved in uh, real estate um, and uh, tell us a little bit of it and what you're doing uh, now uh, in terms of uh, in real estate. I know you're in it, you've expanded that to coaching and Lee, you, uh, you can talk a little bit about the uh, work you do. And by the way, uh, tell us about your uh, family. What about your children? Uh, who are they? What are they doing? Yeah. Lee, I'll let you talk about the We have a 27 year old daughter who's married and lives in Melbourne, Florida and is an aerospace engineer. And we have a 23 year old daughter who lives in LA currently, moving to Florida, um, who wow. is pursuing marine biology. So yeah. hopefully next year we'll have them both in the same place. Wow. Yeah. Oh, that'll be nice for both of you. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. It, it's going to be, we're excited for them. I mean, that's something that she, our youngest daughter, wanted to go to. And um, by, by so the way, by the way, in Melbourne, uh, Florida, which is Cape Canaveral, by the way. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, my grandma uh, lived in Melbourne. Really? Uh, Florida, oh, yeah, wow. and she lived on the ocean, uh, okay. and we would uh, we would visit her. And I remember as a little kid, and my and uh, my grandmother, she was a hoot, uh, but she <laughs> she had a pet spider. Uh, oh, nice! And, uh, Interesting. The spider. Uh, the reason she did is that she said the spider keeps all the bugs away from her house. Uh, sure. So it was it was a substantial spider that had roamed the house. Well, when we visited, my mom says absolutely not, and that's my mom. That's <laughs> my mom's mom. You cannot have that spider in the house when I'm there. Absolutely, I'm not coming. In. <laughs> so she had to, she had to take the spider to some uh, uh, veterinary thing. Uh, uh, so that, that that spider was never in our house. When we, but I like going over and watching it. And I would I would have said, yeah, sure, that'll be this wow. that'll be fun. But uh, and that, that was Melbourne, Florida, uh, right on the ocean. So it's really interesting. Wow. I, I know exactly where you guys are at least talking about. So yeah, yeah, great. It's a great town. We we love going and visiting them there. Um, so, you know, for my career professionally, so I got in real estate 28 years ago and. Um, Started a business in Denver, Colorado as a single agent and built um, a team where we had actually um, 18 employees at one point. Yeah. And through that process, I had a gentleman who became a business partner of mine through, uh, through that. And about back in 2017, um, the company I hung my license with is Keller Williams. I am also a coach, a business coach. And so I coach other people's businesses within our corporation. And uh, they approached me about becoming president to go run that division and along with our CEO. And so Lee and I, and this is about God calling. These is one of the, what took us to Colorado was God was very clear. There's times when God's just bluntly clear. Uh, and this was another one where he was clear about making this move because 31 years ish of our life was in Denver, Colorado yeah, yeah. to make the shift over. And so, um, so career wise, uh, moved down to Austin, uh, ran that division. Still, cut, and then got back into coaching. Did that for a couple of years. Got out, 
and then uh, continue to coach. Meanwhile, bought a, um, I'm an investor in one market center and an owner in another market center, which we call franchises, if you will, Keller Williams franchises in Denver. So we also established that. Yeah, and you've been a coach 14 years? Uh, yeah, since 2008, whatever that adds up yeah, to. Yeah, so, and yeah. I've, I've kind of been on the cusp or the edge of all of his real estate business. I've done everything you can do within real estate except be a salesperson. Yeah. Um, and actually, I just got my license in Texas, so I'm working yeah. with the team here. Um, and I'm excited about the future about that. So, um, yeah, so that's kind of that's kind of where we are. Yeah. Um, yeah, we'll have you share a little bit, uh, you know, sure. some of the decisions you made there. But uh, share with us um, how you, uh, how abiding, uh, what does that mean to you? How does that work for you personally? And then what has that meant to you and your, your marriage as you've learned to, uh, as Kathy and I have described it, uh, the abiding is just having this beautiful relationship with Christ all the time and understanding how to express his word is receive his word. And so what does that, what does that mean to you? And what does that meant to you? Yeah, you've got it. And so, you know, timing's everything. Meanwhile, we had an express carrier come by. So I apologize for the dogs are being barked. Um, sorry, mm -hmm. one, Rich, one okay. second. Hey, it's a, uh, these uh, interviews you can tell are real. So no problem. Yes. <laughs> Yes, it is. We, yeah. We've had a few dog barkings on here. Okay. Before, yeah. we're, not, we're not the only ones. Um, From both of our houses. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. Even better. So here's, uh, so for me, um, Rich, go back to the, uh, the question for Biden. Can I just kick off? First of all, I just, yeah, I just yeah. took over. Yeah, okay, cool. So gonna... yeah, you got it. So for abiding, um, I have a couple uh, variations on that. And that is one is well, um, I, I was really blessed again with a guy named Richard Richards in the beginning who showed me just how it meant to study the Bible. And he was his background was in uh, Dallas Theological Seminary. So I learned a lot of scripture and memorized it. And I had a great knowledge a relationship with God. And out of that, um, I, 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 I read different books. It's like, why are there times where I really have these dry periods of years and other times when I don't and what's creating that? And um, and I, I stole my faith in God and still would ask questions with God. And then um, I don't know how many years ago it was when we went to, okay, well, background real quick. I was, we were in a, there was, it had to be around 2007, 2008, I think when we met you, Rich. Um, yeah. Cause my wife, we wanted us to go to this, go hear this guy down in Castle Rock, go speak, uh, go, go preach and share. And I'm like, I am burned no, out. No, we were gonna go to a retreat. Oh, well, yeah, okay. And I was, I was like, I'm burned out. I really don't wanna go do that. Um, um, in real estate industry was making shifts and it was requiring a lot more hours. And I said, she being a great consummate saleswoman um, said, okay, I'll go. And it was at that time when I understood a different layer. It was such a God, Holy Spirit meeting me there. And how he met me was, um, it was the, that's the logos you've been learning. And I want you to understand the rhema. And when I, and when we learn about rhema is it's the living word of God. So logos, we know is the written word of God, right? Yeah. And rhema is the Holy spirit that says, Hey, you see that even though you rest that before all of a sudden it stands out to you. And, and I started experiencing, I get chills and still thinking about this. And, uh, and when I went from a duty to, okay, I need, I know I need to read the Bible and I need to spend time doing that to a, um, best way to put it is go into a well that never stops giving you water right, right, and right. a love That's relationship. Beautiful. And um, and it truly has been that way for all those years for, uh, for me and that journey and, and understanding like, oh, I mean, I can actually have these conversations with this 
asking the father questions and understanding where scripture supports that and knowing that God truly wants to have this deeper relationship with me. I can experience his kingdom here on earth. Hence our father prayer, thy kingdom will be done on earth. And so in knowing that I get the privilege to walk with him in that way. And so for my journey, um, it's been a continuation of um, in that relationship with God and, um, and learning what abiding is. And I got involved also with a group of other men who we meet once a month together for a full day, basically, and go through abiding what we're hearing from the Lord. Um, we go through different scripture. We share about life we, and we use a wheel to do that part. And so that's been my journey with, uh, with, the, with the Lord, with the Father through all this. Wow, beautiful. How about you, Lee? How would you uh, express it for you? How, what does it meant to you and how do you do it? <clears throat> And real quick, even before you share that, how did you, so you got him, you heard about this retreat or did you hear Rich speak at something? No, first we, have, we have our dear friends, um, Blake and Marty Fry said, hey, we've met this man. We've been listening to him. Uh -huh. I really think you should come to this retreat. And I was like, I love retreats. I love being with people. <laughs> and, and I knew we were both kind of burned out. Right. And so you so knew it was a good, I, yeah. I um, I said, you know, Joe, let's let's go do this thing. Let's go to this retreat. And honestly, it was life changing. It really was. I mean, yeah. Rich, I think your uh, insight about abiding and the Word. Um, I think we had been taught well mm. about Scripture from a intellectual standpoint, yeah. Right. Yeah. but not really. The foundation from, had been laid. Yeah. Yeah. The foundation was definitely laid. I feel like our, our walk was, was strong. And this was like almost a whole nother level, level opportunity insight. Um, I kind of say that Joe and I've had like five marriages because we've experienced five different ways of living or we've, we've gone through periods of time. And I feel like this was sort of in my spiritual walk, this was like a whole new, a whole new world. And um, I loved that the word became real yeah. and spoke into my life. Um, and it still does. Um, well, recently I've been- Well, I went, before you go there, yeah. may, may I just interject one thing? Because yeah. God called you also to get involved with leading a women's core group. Right, right. And um, about six years ago, so about, six years after we had started um, getting a rich and Linda and abiding and doing abiding retreats, yeah. um, I was asked to lead a core group of women. And many of the women in my group have been through an abiding retreat. So abiding was not a new concept to them. And I do the same thing that Joe does. That's part of why we live in Denver one week a month, uh, because we both go to our core groups, which happen to be on the same day every month. Um, and Perfect. Um, yeah, and it's great. And so I've been leading this group of women for about six years through learning to abide, learning to listen to God, learning to ask and seek and knock. And um, and it's been a journey for sure of learning and then feeling like there's almost silence there and then uh, reconnecting and just um, and I find the silence sometimes comes when I'm not doing my part of of getting in and listening. Yeah, sure. So, My truth. Uh, uh, yeah. Just yeah. Um, and recently, God's just continued to um, give me insight. And the joy is that I get to share it with other people. Yes. The joy is that 
that God uses me to encourage other people to grow whether and and non-christians it's been really fun to to invest in people who don't know jesus and um can i share on a personal note on that yeah From husband observation so one of the things with lee with her core group with women is that always it seems like the enemies are battling her right at the end like before she goes there with the women like i don't feel i'm equipped i don't think i'm ready and all this other stuff only to hear afterwards because she can't she never tells me all the details because that's part of core with keeping that confidential yet asking how they go it's like oh it went incredible it went this and this it's just uh it's it's really cool to see how when, when where the enemy wants to go fight you to take away your your take or bring up all your insecurities or things you want to do and then god just says step into that you know what's cool is watching her do that well and also just saying it lord just speak through me because yeah. right and there That's have true. been several times in the last six years where they said well i can't believe you just said xyz and i'm going i didn't say xyz <laughs> and they're like yeah you did yeah. i'm like oh okay, okay. Well, yeah like god was speaking through me that's so. right how is the um as you're in the word uh biting in the word how what's the role of journaling been uh for you guys how does mm -hmm. how does that work for you so um for me journaling and uh also show this. I mean, like I have my little, my journal and I'm laughing because um, I have two journals now that I'm operating at the same time because one was left at a place in, at a lake house in Tennessee a little while ago. So I kind of work back both ways. Yeah. How journaling works for me um, is I, I go through and as I'm going through different scripture, for example, I, this year I've been camped out a lot in Joshua. Mm -hmm. And and it was because God was preparing me for where I am right now at this moment, which means where my career has been moving to and changing. Um, and and the biggest things that I every time I'm in Joshua, then it just like he takes me somewhere else, meaning specifically like I've gone back to Daniel, even though I camped out like in Daniel uh, like for a year plus um, just because there's so much great stuff in there only to bring me right back out of Joshua. And the father just keeps revealing different things like you see this. What does that mean? And then I just take that and I go cross-reference it for myself where there's different verses that I've been memorizing to support where I'm going with that. So journaling for me is actually, um, so when you hear from the word of God, you 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 get it verified too, either through like these, um, by a group of men that I surround myself with too, like what are they hearing from the father? Because we all help each other with that. Yeah. Number two, does it line up with scripture, right? Yeah. And what does the father have to say about that? And God, because it's, it's obviously going to be something that directs me and, and my and biggest part is it's just ask him you wait to hear his answers and response and then you ask in kind again so what's next so what do you, what do you have to say about this situation and then he reveals that and so gives me might sometimes it happens rapidly sometimes it takes a while it's a part of the journey right and this is not a destination this is a relationship and that's how my journaling has been with me and so i just date for me i just I go in in the morning early. So after my workout, the next thing I do is I just sit down and start uh, going through some scripture where I am for now. And and then sometimes the Holy Spirit just takes me down these other different paths. Yeah. And I go, okay, let's go look at this cross-reference. Let's go look at this. Yeah. 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 So that's yeah. been my journaling for me. Nate. Great. Lee, anything more you want to add on your part? Well, I, I, I really want Joe to, to, I'd be curious to know, how, how do you feel like God speaks to you? In what ways does he speak to you? Sure. So um, there's a couple of ways to how he speaks with me. First of all, is as I do ask the question to the to the father, what's next? And he starts revealing that 
there's times like some of these are bigger decisions, Rich, as you know, what I'm going through right now. And I'm confirming that with other uh, believers and saying, here's what I'm hearing. Because one of the things that then I go to Lee, because Lee's got to do the same thing because we're on this journey, how we've been working together, because you are, you guys know this already. It's it's the, uh, are we in unity or not? And one of the things is she's a part of me. I'm a part of her. So what are you hearing? And are you sensing something different? And Lee has been really instrumental. Like when we went to Austin or made any of the really big news and, and, you know, some of the smaller ones doesn't require for her to check in with the Lord. And yet there's other times where I'm checking in. So how I do that, and you know, that is that um, I'll, I'll say, what are you hearing? What are you sensing? And then we both go back if we're both not yet feeling congruent with that, or she gives me another insight. And then I just go camp out for a little while there. And I could be really specific about it if you want. And um, I, I just don't know how, um, you guys want me to handle that? Yeah, so. why don't you uh, uh, both share uh, as you're talking about discerning God's will and uh, you know moving to unity. And unity is with the as we've uh, expressed it. It's not a negotiation. It's a it's a it's not, uh, no. resol- uh, you know kind of receiving together a confirmation uh, from the Holy Spirit. Yep, this is this is the step to take. This is the way to go. So. Uh, tell us, uh, you can walk us through, uh, I know you specifically, you've been going through uh, where God was uh, impressing upon you, um, and you, you were coaching in a, a, a corporation, uh, and he said, actually, I would like you to develop your own coaching company. Uh, talk to us, how did that work? How, did, how was that initiated? How did you take these steps? Um, how did you go together? to discern God's will. What were, what were some of the things that happened on that? Well, I'm, I'm laughing a little bit is because, um, because about, I don't know, I, I, I think for the last, so after I, um, they asked me to step out as being president um, for the next two years, um, for me in some ways it was the easy button meaning to go coach. In fact, Rich, weird enough, I think you told me that, I like, just press the easy button. God will give you direction and clarity because I was thinking, <laughs> I want to go build something now. Yeah. And it wasn't, and it wasn't timing. No. It just no. wasn't. Right. No. And, yeah. and, and one of the things I know one of my gifts is I like to build businesses. And, and so I, I was, I've been vicariously living through that with coaching other people's companies and helping them grow and scale their business. Oh, um, and I, it came to earlier this year when I told Lee, I said, I my. Uh, I'm starting to sense that I want to go build something again. Um, I really love and appreciate the company I've been um, that I'm working with. Yet I don't feel like we're in alignment with where they're going and where I'm feeling like God's taking my direction. And Lee was like, "It's about time." And and yeah, well, actually, I remember the specific day we were sitting on the back porch yeah. and we had just had a conversation with another uh, man who's in coaching, who um, is a strong believer, yeah. and Joe and he align well and their beliefs and their approach to coaching and all sorts of things. And I, I don't know why Joe hadn't thought of it, but I turned to him and I said, I think God's saying you should go pursue something with this, this guy. I think you really should talk to him about the possibility of building something together because you both are builders and um, Hmm. you love seeing how God can create opportunity. So. Yeah, and she's, I mean, she nailed it. And so through the process, it's been uh, unpacking and there was, this is where God then took me to Joshua. So how this took was when Lee said that, I said, I feel the same way. So we're obviously, it's already confirmed and now it's just moving next. And and what Joshua did for me was um, uh, gave me a couple of things. One, courage um, to know that, hey, it's not about 
the income that matters. I'll take care of you. I'm more than sufficient. I will take care of you. I mean, he gave me different verses. Like, I am your provider. I am the in fact. I was even doing that on my hike today. Like, God, you are the Jehovah Jireh, and I know that. And I I walk in your faith in that. So through that journey, this last eight nine months, um, I I started asking God, okay, I need to start seeing some confirmation that this is really where you want to direct me. So it was in August when our company came in and said, here's a new contract. And it was so contrary to um, the culture and different things without going specifics that where, where I know where business should be and where they're where we're wanting to go. And, and it was, that was the first major confirmation for me, which then Lee was already going, there you go too. And, um, and what we checked into with one another is, okay, so what does this mean? Well, we both felt like um, let's see what happens. Don't move fast. And Lee was actually, she's much more patient than I am in that world. No question. So I, I, we just kept on going back and say, okay, God, is this now I'm ready to pull the trigger. God's like, no, not now. And he kept on giving me some more confidence about what we need to do. And this is when this other gentleman started coming in together. Okay, when, started, uh, when you're right there, just for a second, um, uh, you know, and this is how uh, we all uh, process is that, well, you know, hey, I think it's time, it's time for me to do this. And yeah, you said, you said, God said, no, not now. How did, what did that, what did that look like? How did that, how would, mm -hmm. how did you receive that, uh, that you were, cause you're seeking, I know you're seeking God's will. Yeah. Uh, and you're saying, well, it uh, seems to me based on what's happening, I guess I should do this. And he said, eh, not, not, not quite. Uh, how, how does that, what does that look like to you when that actually received that? Yeah, thank you. Um, so when I did when I did get that, funny enough, I received that from actually reading through his scriptures, some scriptures that came out, and then through several other brothers who I really highly value, guys who are my mentors. Lee wants to jump in. Yeah. No, I was just saying, and me. me. Oh, well, that's where I'm right. getting to go. And so, and Lee's raising her hand. I thought you were like, yeah, because that's a no-brainer. And Not because it was about me, but God just spoke to me and said, let's slow down this process and it and this also really i don't want to derail John, that no, too no, much no, but no. this also when we moved to austin that was a huge huge move and talk about needing to be in unity All the um, way and Just it was like about that. a year and a half process we kind of learned about it a year and a half before it actually came to fruition yeah and we both had to say hey joe really wanted to go i was like Oh my goodness, you're uprooting me at this age and stage and I'm going to a place that I know, but I don't know. I don't really know anybody there. And I was initially like, no way. And then we both talked about it and it was like, we need to go to neutrality. Yeah. We need to be okay, both of us, with whatever the decision ends up being. Um, and it may be to go, it may be to stay, it may be something totally different. And we've seen that in our unity conversations over the years. Sometimes it's one of the others kind of God mm -hmm. leads us in either direction. And sometimes it's a completely third direction that we hadn't thought about. Yeah. And I love that because had we not gone to neutrality, we wouldn't have been able to see the third direction, right. which actually was way better in the big scheme of things. Yeah. So the go back. Yeah. So, go so Lee, when you say, uh, you know, God said, yeah, slow down a little bit. Um, so then you go to Joe because you, and this is how it works, is that because you both have a heart to seek God's will, yeah. uh, is that, hey, I'm, I'm hearing this from God, uh, slow down. You don't have an answer per se, but just stay, just relax. Let's take it a step at a time. And Joe, because you receive that and you know your wife is contributing to that, you just, uh, I'm assuming then you said, well, okay, uh, I'm not going to, oh. I'm not going to push something. Let, let's, 
let's go together and find out, okay, what does he have to say about this, right? Yeah, absolutely. In fact, one of the things which I was going to talk about besides the, with the guys is when Lee and I were going back through this is because one of the things we want to both make sure, are we just in group think together? Are we, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes. And that's, really, a, that's a good difference. Yeah. 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 And, and we want to make sure that we're here in the right way too, because Lee is checking in also with some friends, like here's where we're going. And, and because this is, Oh, the Lord, well, most, sure. well, obviously, I, again, that's a, you're absolutely yeah. right. So she's hundred percent right. Yeah. And, and, and with, well, how we check in with the father is like, there's when we ask him what's next. And then when he starts revealing it, what's the truth behind it. And we just look at the scripture where he says, here it is. Here's what I'm saying to you. Go ahead and make the next step. And then we go and confirm it. Like, mm -hmm. do you feel that way? And what happened right through this fall is where, um, when we were looking at forming our own, start to form our own new business, Lee and, Lee and I were talking like, okay, so what's the next thing, Father, what you got to say? And one was like, okay, go meet with this other guy. Let's go make sure that I'm in unity with him because that's going to be a new relationship. Um, that's business. It's going to affect her. And we want to make sure how does she feel about it? So we knew this couple, we got to spend time with this couple. Mm -hmm. um, and because we're not just in relationship, I'm with a relationship with him, I'm in a relationship with his wife. And likewise, leads a relationship with both of them. And that's going to impact ours and how we work together in unity. And so it, through the sequence of time was literally quite a few different meetings, conversations we had. We go back and check in with God. And God just kept on confirming. Like it was, was really amazing for us to watch. It's like, okay, the next and in fact, Lee was hearing it. Lee was being more responsive than I was because I would like, wait, maybe when he back, just like, no. You trust, trust what you're hearing from God, mm. trust in him, mm. go move forward. So she was actually, has been right now, my encourager, especially like right now as we're in this um, unique time of where we're going to build this company out because it's just getting formed as we speak now, Rich. And one of the things that Lee and I talked about with this business is her heart, my heart's been like, it's a seeker type of company. And, um, and the guy who I'm in business relationship with is his heart's the same way as we go build this out. Mm. Yeah, we want to, I think uh, Joe and he really want to allow God to use them in the people yeah. that they coach with, that they interact with. And um, I have watched Joe in his coaching really um, allow God to use him mm -hmm. in a way that coaches to the whole person not just to their business. He's always has a discerning heart to listen for what might be under the surface or what might be lurking that hasn't been revealed. Um, yeah. That helps them come to come to maybe a new insight. Um, and I was going to say that the other role that our journal plays for us, I know for me and I believe for Joe, is the opportunity to go back and and just read. And I recently have been writing out a ton of verses. And then going back and, you know, the handwriting of them yes. has really changed yeah. my life. Yeah. And, um, and yes. being able to go back, I just had an experience recently where I was looking at some healing verses because I was um, sick with COVID. And now I'm dealing with some new things that some grief yes. that we've lost six parents in the last seven years. We've, we've just been through a lot. And um, God has just spoken to me that, that that his healing is not for us physically. It's also mentally and emotionally. Yes. Yes. And that's been so yeah. encouraging. Beautiful. 
So that that's another way our journaling helps. Um, and being able to go back and see the prayer requests that we've seen answered. So. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. 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 And I know as, as you uh, are facing this issue of your company startup, um, you know, I know you were thinking of it. Well, I guess I'd leave this and got to start this. <laughs> uh, and God said, well, uh, why don't you let me guide you? And uh, why don't you just yes. speak, speak the truth, state of the truth, don't compromise. Tell us a little bit about um, how cool it is that God is fulfilling things as you're just following him step by step by, well, I'll just deal with, I'll just speak the truth and let, let the company relate to that. And uh, it's kind of cool what the company's doing uh, that you're living yeah. actually. Yeah, you're, you're right. The way it looks like right now, in fact, it was Leah just said, you don't have to cut off one to do the other. And, and that's, it was great wisdom because part of my mindset was like, I am sometimes will, um, as she'll tell you, I'm sometimes a, a black and white kind of guy, yeah. like I'm an all or nothing. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so he uses her to help slow me down to see the wisdom in that. And what occurred is um, we prepared as like, okay, if, if we, if, if we're on the, with this company I'm coaching with, they say tomorrow it's shut off. Are we prepared? Are we, come, are we at peace? Not financially, but we were already good there. I mean, as far as we knew God was going to settle that and take care of it, it was more like, are we at peace mm-hmm. with that? Yes. In fact, Lee, Lee was one, and again, the last since October kind of pushing me along, like you need to get this moving forward. And I, I, and I was the one like, okay, I want to make sure I want to make sure. And I loved because she was encouraging me. It wasn't like, Hey, go do this. It was more like, you got this. And there's a big difference in that. So I didn't feel pressure to do it. I just felt her, like I knew I had someone who was truly just a partner riding with me through this. Yeah. So I met with um, the, the leadership of that group and they just said, um, and, and when I told them where I was going, because my heart is just to go build this other thing out, they said, um, we don't want you to leave. How can we keep in relationship? Um, what do we need to do to make this work? And that's where we're, they want me to keep on coaching their clients, um, which now takes care of the financial transition and then allows us to still go build this other company out and do that piece. And that's where we're at right now, just finalizing those things. Yeah, that's the exciting uh, for me. And I, we get to participate in that just to see it. God's way is, uh, well, I can do it a lot better than you can. <laughs> so, and you did. Uh, you know, let me do it this way. Um, and uh, I may surprise you because our assumption is, well, they'll never go for that. Uh, right. Just, oh, yeah. Uh, She's absolutely right. And God, sure. and God says, uh, well, maybe not. You know, maybe let me do it. You know, so you get the, you get this thing that's happening. And it'll be fun uh, as we bring you back. We've we'll, we got to have you come back and share the, uh, the, the next piece of the story is, yeah. Uh, you know, with uh, Lee, uh, as you're, you know, healing and uh, this broader aspect of uh, it's not just physical, it's it's soul stuff. Um, it's, you know, let me walk you into it and I, I want to do it. And, you know, the business that you're facing is, you know, God says, <laughs> let me let me tell you how I'm going to pull, pull it off. And uh, and you now know it's going to happen. You don't even know yet uh, all the details of that. And no. you just got to follow step by step. So. We're uh, excited about uh, your willingness to abide. And I love what you said. You just learn to go to neutral, listen yeah. to each other. And, and as Lee, as you said, hey, by the way, God said, uh, and Joe's willing to hear that and process it until you get God's will. And 
it's a beautiful thing. Kathy, you want to add anything in terms yeah, of... Yeah, I was just going to say, um, there's a couple things that stood out to me just as we listened to you guys share your story, which thank you for sharing so much of sure. that. Um, but two key, two key things stood out to me. One, whether you realized it or not, the number of times you both said how God was speaking to you to slow down. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I, think I can't imagine that. That it's such a beautiful example for sure. all of us, though, because especially, you know, you guys are smart, capable yeah. um, people yeah. who, who really could forge ahead and you could make a lot of good things happen on your own. Yet, because you are surrendered to him, and you are working to unity to each other god uses you to tell each other to slow down and to make sure you're getting his best not just what you could accomplish yeah, and beautiful. that is a great example for all of us so yeah. i just wanted to highlight that <laughs> um, learning to slow down learning to submit to god telling us to slow down is something that's contrary to a lot of our personalities yeah, so i think it's important to see yeah that's beautiful lived out so that's good and the <laughs> other thing that stood out to me is um, what a beautiful example both of you really um, throughout the, the conversation have shown us about how you really do seek God and, and it's first that vertical relationship yeah, and then the absolutely. unity with each other and the Holy Spirit yeah. and then it's community. I mean, both of you really talked about the importance of your ladies group, your core group, Lee, and, and your group. Joe, yeah. that you use to confirm. And um, those are all different places that God uses to confirm what he is speaking through his word and his rhema. And that is a gift. Um, and you guys represent that well and, and show how that is an mm. important way of really processing everything with God that he's telling you. Yeah, so thanks yeah. for sharing that yeah. so clearly. Yeah, Thank that's you. beautiful. Uh, so we we just uh, uh, encourage you to keep seeking God. We can hardly wait to see uh, all that's going to happen. And, uh, you know, may your life continue to be blessed okay. as you as you give it away. And uh, yeah. we'd love to have you back. And uh, uh, we'll uh, uh, and, uh, just rejoice with you. And, and Kathy, we will... Uh, See you tomorrow. Tomorrow is uh, New Year's Eve, so uh, we, you and I have a message of have a special, uh, yeah, of how to uh, cool. approach the New Year's. Uh, a lot of people, uh, and of course, you guys know this, is approach it with uh, I, uh, resolutions. I'm going to, and uh, what we're going to suggest is, man, maybe look at it differently and let God say what He's going to do this next year. So, uh, we're excited for your New Year, and uh, would love to have you back. So, thank you so much for. Uh, joining us uh, and uh, thank you and rejoice there in Austin and I guess we'll get to see you in Denver pretty soon too so yes you will uh, that'll be fun. <laughs> so Kathy uh, we will see you tomorrow uh, New Year's Eve and uh, uh, we'll look forward to that sounds great thanks for joining thank us, everyone it was great to hear your stories and if you found today encouraging be a friend and tell a friend uh, we have a great year ahead can't yeah. wait for more yeah, people to join us All right. God bless you guys we'll see you soon thank you Thank you for joining us for today's episode of Come and See, your podcast for truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. Send us your questions and comments and tune in tomorrow for more answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. Remember, God's will is best and none better. His truth brings peace in this world of chaos.